Hey, my name's Scotty McDonald, and this is my story that I wrote when I was 11. I think it was for school, a grade six assignment maybe. I don't remember writing it at all, but I found it recently. And for moral support as I read it, and also as a bit of a humble brag because I'm kind of hoping it's good, I'm uploading it here onto my podcast, Scotty Writes, which is also where I put up little short stories that I write for my Instagram account, Scotty Writes. You can also watch videos of me telling this story on Facebook, just search Scotty McDonald or that Instagram account. Here's the next chapter. I'm going to say so far, I'm really impressed with 11-year-old me's writing, except it's clear that at times I just get lost in my own head and thoughts don't make sense. But otherwise, other than a few questions like why is the local journalist and the local cop investigating crimes together, I think things are okay. Also, I seem to have no grief about the fact one of my friends died when a house blew up. And I also think it's acceptable to interview people blowing houses up on the TV set and tell my police friend about it later. Here we go. Chapter four. Um, the last uh, chapter you'll remember ended on a cliffhanger where my cousin came into town who is um, investigating the misconduct of the local police in this investigation that I'm apparently doing with a local police officer. Here we go. In case you're wondering, Melanie is... My cousin, who is a lawyer in Brisbane. Oh, and the phrase, your only cousin named Mel. She's not my only cousin, but she's the only one named Mel. Ha <laughs> ha. Explained that joke for anyone that missed it. So we met and she told me about the victim yesterday. Apparently their parents reckon the police were not involved enough. We didn't get to talk much because Ben rung me and said some woman had some kind of evidence of assault or maybe even murder that happened last night. Knock, knock. Ben, what the heck is wrong? What? Oh, nothing. I'm as happy as Larry. Then act like it. Hello, I'm local journalist and this is Constable Ben. Ben gave an uneasy smile as the woman who was about 50 led us into the lounge room and picked up a micro recorder. Then Ben said, One, already. Could you give me the tape and we will be off, Scott? Okay, I said suspiciously. Ben dropped me home and I had a salad sandwich and got some hot chips with extra chicken salt from Fish and Chicks delivered. This was pre-Uber Eats. So I'm also going to say I predicted this. This book is like a Simpsons episode. The amount of things I've predicted are just uncanny. When Mel got home, she gave me a tape with the interview on it. I put it in my micro player. The cops didn't inform us for five hours after they knew, a male voice said, and I could hear sobbing in the background. Then a crying voice said, I heard they didn't have their lights and sirens on. And when they arrived, they were only there for four minutes. That's all. Four minutes. Calm down, Nancy. Shut up, Bill. There was arguing for about two minutes. And then Mel said, okay, then so have you anything else to say? Or would you like me to go or what? (laughs) These guys having like a breakdown. And she's like, uh, so you guys got anything else to say? Or do you want me to go? No, not yet. There was silence for about five minutes. We would like to press charges, the man's voice continued. Then Mel said, thank you, we will be in touch. (laughs) Is Mel? (laughs) Is Mel like an autoresponder? We would like to press charges. Thank you. We will be in touch. 
Thank you. The tape stopped. So Mel's Mel's voice startled me. I won't press charges till this case is over if she want. If you want, she continued. What? I don't think that will be too long. Melanie, with a puzzled face, walked away. Okay, it's a bit of dialogue that doesn't make sense. Burr, 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 burr. Hello. Hi, Scott, it's Ben. Do you mind looking after the station phone line for three hours? I've already diverted the phone. <laughs> Hey, Scott, it's me, Constable Ben. I've uh, got a pickle for you. Uh, the phone at the cop shop. Uh, going to divert it to your phone. Is that all right? Take some calls about crimes and things like that. This is so good. Okay, but I will cancel the divert at 3 p.m. Okay, bye. See ya. Mel, the phone is going to be ringing hot because you're a temporary triple O girl. Oh, no, this isn't just, like, the police station. This is triple O. This is the triple O phone. Emergency calls are now coming through to the local journalist. What the flip? Because there's no one at the station. So why don't you answer them? Because I'm doing something. What? Getting facts straight. Don't do anything stupid, Scott. You haven't ever changed, have you? No. Getting facts straight. That's what I'm doing. That's the end of the chapter. Chapter five is named Getting Facts Straight. And that's how you know that's what's coming next.